0: Welcome to the Keeping Watch podcast, where we provide a biblical commentary on the political, social, and cultural issues of our time, hosted by Pastor Murray, Deacon Jan, and myself, Adrian Davis. Gentlemen, welcome. Good to be with you. And uh, welcome to everybody who's joining us. There there is a visual podcast here, but we're also going to have an audio uh, recording that will be posted to our uh, Apple or sermon.net, which will be posted to the Apple site. And uh, maybe we'll just take a moment to explain what it is we're doing here, and we hope that this will be beneficial and edifying. Um, Pastor Murray, we've spent a lot of time talking about this and thinking about this, and now we're actually doing it. Did you want to take a moment and maybe explain to our audience uh, what is it we intend to do
1: here? Sure. So this idea came about uh, in discussions from us uh, over the last couple of months with, uh, you know, there's a lot of you go, you go back in time and, and things changed monthly annually. Now things change almost daily. And the, the issues that affect and these are issues that affect the body of Christ. Um, and as we talked about during the opening of the sermon today, just to introduce this, this really is not a uh, prophes- uh, prophetic predictive uh, podcast. This is really we want to discuss political issues, uh, but we are not making political commentary on the issues. There are political issues, culture, as you mentioned in the intro, Political issues, cultural issues, social issues, that will affect the body of Christ in the lead up to Christ's return. And what we want to, as in our focus on discipleship, is really how should the body of Christ process some of these these issues, and what should our our, 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 um, our mindset be? You know, we the couple of scriptures that we talked about was Isaiah 62 about having watchmen set on your walls that never hold their play, their peace day or night. You who make mention of the Lord do not keep silent and give Him no rest till He establishes, until He makes Jerusalem a praise in the earth. So Amen. we are watchmen. The, the other piece, and really, we've talked a little bit about. You've really got us into the topic of discipleship. Is what is what is what should the disciple, a true disciple of Christ, what should their reaction be to some of these issues? And it really goes to 2 Peter three, where he talks about you know, as understanding these things will happen. Uh, what uh, what should our mindset be? What should our behavior be when it comes to these things? So, I think we wanted to talk on sometimes there'll be big topics, sometimes there'll be little snippets of news um, that just uh, give us an opportunity to shine the light of God's Word, the Torah, the Hebrew Scriptures, uh, Christ's, you know, the, the apostles, and what, what they would say we should be uh, reacting to. As I'm listening to you,
0: what comes to mind is the scripture that says evil men will wax worse and worse. And sometimes, brethren, the, 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 the events are happening so quickly. I think sometimes brethren don't know how to interpret them, and so hopefully we can be of, of service by very quickly jumping on something and giving a, a biblical perspective. Can you maybe comment, uh, Pastor Murray, on the, the format or at least the timing, and uh, how brethren who maybe want to participate with topics, etc., how they might participate?
1: Sure. So this is this is a pilot. Uh,
0: so this is our, our pilot
1: episode. So we've got a few com- a few topics that we can talk about today. We really want to keep it, to, you know, 20 minutes or so. Uh, Weekly basis, it'll be every Sabbath, you know, a couple of hours after our service is done, and of course, as you mentioned, it'll be in the in the archives. And uh, it, for those of you who who um, uh, can help us, certainly feel free to send us uh, snippets, stories that you hear in the news. Uh, you know, for today we got a couple of big ticket items. We also got a, a couple of interesting small stories that are very impactful. So you know, feel free to share it with us. The, uh, those of you who watch us this through the studies and through our, our Sabbath services, you know how to get a hold of us. If you've got a question or you've got to, you know, maybe comment on this, how does this affect things, uh, feel free to, to, you know, send in some stories for us.
0: Very, very good. So let's, let's jump in. Uh, obviously, one of the topics that's been in the news, uh, American news, but I think it affects the whole world, is the overturning of the Roe versus Wade uh, Supreme Court decision. Um, I think most people, most brethren, understand that abortion is murder. They're not going to be supportive of abortion. At the same time, there is such um, a push to interpret this as reproductive rights, and so maybe Pastor Maria could uh, kick off with your your thoughts, your comments on this, and and then Deacon Jan, if you have anything you wanted to add as well. Um, Roe versus Wade, what's a biblical perspective? on that?
1: So, I mean, as you as you mentioned, and I'm sure as we all agree, abortion is wrong. Taking human life is wrong. But the way we what we see in the the uh, we could go into a whole bunch of political. The talking points, but that's not our purpose here. Um, But for the the uh, disciples of Christ, what we see here is now what we're talking. We're getting red herring uh, um, topics. Where what about uh, uh, the incest of a twelve year old who happens to get pregnant? What about a rape? How can you force them to go to term? Um, And really, those are red herring items because the, the really the amount of the number, the percentage of those opportunities, is is Minuscule compared to actual abortion. And um, at the heart of all of this, from my perspective, um, obviously, the, the, we have no right to take life. Now, those are sad and unfortunate circumstances and topics for discussion that, you know, maybe not for here today. But uh, those those, her- those red herring points that are, are so um, infrequent aren't the, aren't the reason for making laws. Now... For a disciple of Christ, the the quick talking point from my perspective is this really speaks to the attack against the family. Uh, for instance, uh, companies that will provide uh, four thousand dollars worth of benefits for, to help you transfer out of state to have an abortion, but won't support provide maternity benefits, speaks to corporations aren't don't support families, which really goes against the very it's the foundational element of scripture. So for a disciple of Christ, as you process this, what we see is this is an attack against the family, which is an attack against Christ, an attack against the church. When you go to Revelation, it really speaks to the end times that the the church will be the target of the adversary. And that's that's at the heart of this for me, is the attack against
0: the family. So so if I just sort of interpret what you're saying as disciples of Christ, protecting the family, holding life in the family sacred, that should be fundamental. That's our jumping off point any sort of analysis as to what's going on. Right, and that's at the
1: heart of the abortion issue. Let's, let's, let's not get caught up in a woman's reproductive rights. We're never going to win the argument as to whether um, the the child inside the womb is a child or not. We believe that, they don't. But where we can't get caught up in is is as we watch the society further deteriorate before the return of Christ, what we're talking about here is the destruction of the family. And this is just another step in that destruction.
0: I totally agree. Deacon Jan, you don't get past Genesis 1 without seeing the uh, the attack on the family. You know, Genesis 1, 2, 3, attack on the family. Um, your thoughts in terms of what Pastor Murray just shared.
2: So my personal view when it comes to abortion is, uh, it's very, it hurt, it hurt in my heart when I hear people discussing, speaking about the political movements, that people in a church supporting a party, supporting a political movement, that's actually openly support the abortions. So
0: it's openly evil.
2: Openly evil. And people in our church actually will say, I'm going to vote for this person, this individual, on this party, not even realizing that one day I'm going to be held responsible in front of God for giving somebody my support for so this so the evil the
0: thing. platform of the party is evil. It's evil. Right.
2: And we supported it. We get involved in the political movement justifying that, you know, I'm not – Voting particularly for one for this specific policy, I'm voting for the general. But unfortunately, in all the plan, in this whole in this, in this whole debate, there is one particular aspect that is abortion, which is so big.
0: And and for you, is it evil because of what Pastor Murray said that it's an attack on the family?
2: Absolutely, and it's just attack from Genesis. If I may bring a scripture absolutely, here, absolutely, please. And I'm not going to go to the so-called New Testament or even to the what Christ said. I'll just go to Genesis as Pastor Asian mentioned here. It's not going to be Genesis chapter 1 and 3, but let's hear just Genesis chapter 9. And, you know, if you have it, just write it down. If you, just, if you just, just, please don't forget it. It's Genesis chapter 9. And here, when God is speaking to Noah, and here in verse 3, Genesis chapter 9 and verse 3, just listen to these words. Every moving thing that lifts shall be food for you. But he says, I have given you all things, even as the green herbs. But, and here is but, and I want you to listen very carefully. But you shall not eat flesh with its life, that is blood. And here in verse 5, surely for your lifehood, for your lifehood, I will demand a reckoning. From the hand of every beast, I will require it, and from the hand of man. From the hand of every man's brother, I will require the life of a man. And that's just how critical it is. So speaking about the beast, if he he destroys an animal's life for a food consumption in a wrong way, if he eats it with the blood, God is saying he's going to hold all of us accountable for actions like that. Now just keep reading verse 6. Whoever sheds man's blood, by man his blood shall be shed. For in the image of God he made man, and for you be fruitful and multiply bring forth abundantly in the earth and then multiply in it. How can we abortion call a reproductive system? How can, we, how can we come to so low in a country like here, in Western country, we even talk about the right of women to, uh, to abort the baby. It's, uh,
0: it's, it's, really it's just... It's truly evil. I think I'm going to make a statement and I hope I can connect the dots here and you'll follow me. Um, so you mentioned the destruction of the family you've showed in scripture, that the, the sacredness of life. I'm going to say that abortion and the support of of abortion is idolatry because the destruction of the family is idolatry. And how I get there, well, first of all, I'm going to go to Exodus 21 and verse 22. It says, if men strive and hurt a woman with child, so the woman is pregnant, so that her fruit depart from her, that means she actually gives birth prematurely, and yet no mischief follow. He shall surely be punished according as the woman's husband will lay upon him, and he shall pay as the judges determine. And if any mischief follow, so now perhaps the life is lost, then you shall give life for life. Eye for eye, tooth for tooth, hand for hand, foot for foot, burning for burning, wound for wound, stripe for stripe for stripe. For stripe, uh, stripe, for stripe. And then he goes on to say, uh, in this way you'll you'll cause evil to, to depart from the land. So God clearly recognizes the life in the womb as a separate life. It's not your body to do with. As you, as you please but you mentioned Pastor Murray the destruction of the family I'm going to note here that this is primarily in the western world that it's the western democracies that are really pushing for this abortion and the destruction of the nuclear the Christian family and why I say this is idolatry is because this is communism we have been infiltrated and overtaken by communism and, and when I say this, I think uh, Deacon Jan, you would appreciate what this means when we say this is a communist initiative. Us in the West, we have no idea. It's, not, it's no longer taught in history. Uh, back in the day of the, the, the era of Ronald Reagan, they were fighting hard to resist the infiltration of idolatry, of uh, communism. We've lost this. What is communism? To your point, Pastor Murray, it is the destruction of family religion and private property so that human beings are dependent upon the state and the state becomes God. So the destruction of life to say that the state can decide to destroy life, we're making the state God. And I think this is where brethren have to be sharper, more more perceptive to mm-hmm. say we cannot support anything that destroys the family. We cannot support anything that is going to replace our God as a God. I don't know if you would
1: So how would you, I completely agree, um, uh, maybe I'll let you respond to the the communist sentiment before I ask you a question. Yeah, quickly, I came
2: from a communism, I actually live almost half of my life
1: over there,
2: and I don't know if if everyone is aware, but it was actually the Soviet Union that introduced abortion. It was the first country,
0: as a communist country,
2: to introduce abortion. And I don't know if you know from history, it was actually the Soviet Union I don't don't believe exactly what year it was, it, but I think it was early in the 20s. That as soon as they introduced it, in the matter of a decade, they forbid abortions because from a be fruitful and multiply, they just they just realized just to accomplish their agenda, they have to multiply. It hurt them so much that they actually forbid abortions decades later because it's not going it's not going anywhere. We're trying to go back now, and you know trying to reproduce. Reproduce the same issues, try to reproduce the same system that failed horribly and didn't benefit anybody. And, you know, just in the history, how many millions of lives were lost during the communism?
0: Tens of millions, hundreds of millions. Tens of millions. Um, you wanted to ask?
1: Yeah, so what, what would you say, and, and again, with the, all of this has to do with the disciples, what should a disciples, uh, how should they process the, these these issues? How should What, what should our mindset be? Um, when we get a red, and I believe the red herring issues, uh, but they are, they are out there. Um, when they say, you know, uh, how, how can you how can you prevent a 12 year old who is raped by, uh, by a family member from being forcing that, that young lady to take a baby to term? Why wouldn't you support uh, at least, uh, you know, back in the 90s, the way uh, um, the, the governments uh, talked about abortion, which should be rare. Legal and safe, safe legal, safe and rare. In this case, you know, as as a as a Christian, would you would you really force a 12 year old to take an an ancestral relationship to term? Uh, If I can comment on that, did you want to comment? Yeah,
0: I would I would say that it's not my position or our (laughs) position to force anything. Um, Rachel, when she gave birth, she died in birth. Uh, Today, that is very rare. The advances that we have made in in medical technology. Uh, it's very, very rare for a, a woman to die in childbirth. Uh, we're, we are not forcing anything. What I would force is the absolute uh, punishment of the criminal. Absolutely. Like, no, that, that, that is a crime. That must be punished. Uh, and with DNA, it's very easy to prove who, who, who sure. did this. Um, the 12-year-old should absolutely be cared for. But I think if we start from the position that life is sacred, God forms us in the womb, it's not our place it's the state who wants to compete with God it's Satan who wants to compete with God that wants to be able to destroy life and determine when life begins this is not our role
2: I fully agree it all starts with the proper education it starts when actually our schools our family should be properly teaching our next generations. if we properly do our jobs then we wouldn't come never to situations like that that somebody raped somebody that in family we have good situations point. like that it will never ever happen. If ever happens like that, we have a Torah to guide what to do or something like that. For a man to do something that raping, a, raping someone young like that, we know what the Torah prescribes or
0: something right, like that's that. Right. And your point earlier about communism, uh, Russia introducing uh, abortion and introducing divorce—they want to destroy the family. To your right. point, because when we destroy the family, now the state can be God. Now every human being that's born has to look to the state for everything. Right. And that's what they want. That's, why, that's what gay marriage is all about, to destroy marriage. So once we introduce that, then we can introduce polygamy. Then we can introduce bestiality. Once we destroy marriage, we can introduce everything. everything. And eventually we, we isolate the human, that they have to depend on the state and nobody else. And it's the, it's the human and the state and nothing else. And once we, once we go back and we say, no, life is sacred, marriage is sacred, there's no deviation here, then God is God.
1: And part of our intent here, over the, as we launch this new podcast, is really to get to the heart of some of these issues. We can debate the political aspects of abortion. We can we can we can we can say, you know what? Let's throw let's let's eliminate all abortions, but these examples of rape and incest. It's still how should it how should a disciple react to these things? How should we what we should be seeing is less the abortion and more the destruction of the family. Right. Understanding what is good what what the world will come to uh, in the days, weeks, and months preceding Christ's return. So that if this, what's next? Right what's on. next? Uh, for instance, um, we're talking about the, the destruction of the family. There's, this, there's a story here. if We can uh, tr- move over to the second story here that is quite related. Is a Washington uh, State school uh, board director who in her spare time also owns a sex shop. And as a school board director, uh, she is now uh, offering classes Called, let me get this right, sexual anatomy for pleasure, and safer sex practices for all kinds of sexual activities for nine to twelve year olds, and these are people that are running our school systems that um, are that we are sending our children to. I trust we've got we've got uh, brethren in the body of Christ out in Washington State, and if it's happening there, it's going to be happening here. We just haven't heard about it yet. Um, What is the biblical? I mean, the obvious biblical response is that's disgusting and vile. But what's what's buried at the bottom of that? And what's buried at the bottom of that is the destruction of the family again, to to destroy the the mindset of a child. To so, what are your what are your thoughts there? Oh, absolutely. As I mentioned,
2: as I mentioned at the beginning, if if parents, we as a parents, we if we as a church family, we we fail this huge responsibility to educate our kids. And someone else will do it for us, and that's the way the try and us. As soon as they get to the to the children early in their in their stage, now we're reaping we have the harvest of it. Young people, underage people, want to change their sex now. They go under the knives. You know, there are some butchers who are willing to offer the the service, and we call them surgeons. This is unthinkable. This is just unbelievable. That how can a underage child make a decisions like that? Everything goes back to the Genesis. Everything goes back to the Torah. And you know, God forbid that we as a Christian get ourselves involved in such a demonic movement. Stay away from this.
0: I think this is the right adjective, demonic. It is a, a demonic movement. And uh, again, to your point, Pastor Murray, it's the destruction of the family. And I'll just add again, this is the communist takeover of the West. And what they want to do is to just destroy the ability for a human being to bond with another we're all successfully married. That, that it's one human mind bonding with another human mind to form a unit. To then that unit becomes the building block of not only the family but of society. The communists have to destroy that. And what better way than very early on to promote promiscuity in the child? That completely destroys any sense of self-worth and any ability to bond with another human being. <laughs> Communism is idolatry. The state wants to become God and and nothing between the state and the human. Everything for the state, and the state looks after everything. And and to me, Christians should resist this. To, to see this attack. And I think you actually said it. Uh, communism has led to the death of tens of millions of humans. I think it's maybe it's two hundred million. Uh, this is a what two hundred year old movement? You look at something like Islam, which is extremely destructive, but that's over 1,400 years. Communism over 200 years, close to 200 million human beings slaughtered. It's an, it's an ideological possession. And because they are ideologically possessed, they're happy to go into classrooms and destroy youth and ha- have the support because it's for the greater good in their mind. But you called it demonic. It's very demonic.
2: And every single action we've experienced lately, going from uh, the green energy, the green movement, you know, Black Lives Matter, all is everything leading to the same thing, destructions of the of family. The family.
0: And, and the the imposition of the state as God. Right.
2: And you know, look at our democracies here. Like every single time elections come across in Canada and every single time election comes in the states, most people to look to the leaders, what am I gonna get
0: from this election?
2: What is me, 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 me? That's how it's very easy to bribe us
0: Correct. as a voters. So eventually
2: over the time, we're just, everything that's everything what's is our life. We, we're looking for how the situations might be fixed, just we're looking for the government. Please government help me, government educate my children, government provide for my pensions, you know, government help me, how, it's, how I'm supposed to worship, what's legal, what's illegal.
0: And the government just keeps getting bigger and bigger and, and bigger. more and more powerful. And they're very happy. And more them. and more intrusive. Very, very
1: good. So, uh, you know, we're 25 minutes in. We're almost... Uh, Try to keep this nice and yep. tight. Um, so as we consider uh, the, our pilot uh, uh, podcast here today, you know, we've covered a couple of uh, items here. here. Roe versus Wade, very, very, very uh, divisive in the U.S. Um, um, and we got this this small story of an example that's going on. And really, what's at the what we wanted to convey to the brethren here, and the purpose of this podcast. Is you know let us let's, let's shed all of the, the political arguments here. That we're not here to be political. We're here to keep watch. to be uh, We're here to to shout the name of uh, of God uh, until such time that that uh, He is in place here in Jerusalem. Uh, and and what we're encouraging the, the the brethren here to do is to, to is to really um,
0: understand
1: what's at the heart of this. And
0: all of your answers are in
1: the Bible. All of, all of all of our our antidotes are are in the Bible. And quite frankly, you've you've quite said that it, they're all in Genesis, and they, they expand from there. And really, that's right. I think our, our hope here is to really guide the brethren. Don't get caught up in the in the semantics and the, the arguments on you know Fox and, and MSNBC and you know all the our Canadian nonsense. Uh, but really, this is, this is our our yeah. our. our,
0: our yeah, what, totally, our and I, I I'll say that the scripture makes it very clear: Thou shalt have no other gods besides me. So when the state tries to usurp that position, we as Christians should have a have a problem with that. Uh, our God is is God. Is Jesus Christ is God. That's who we worship. The, the human being made in His image and likeness is sacred, and the state is trying to destroy that. And we, we need to see through that. To your point, as evil men wax worse and worse, That's deceiving it. and being deceived. Any, Any final thoughts?
1: thoughts?
2: You know, just 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 to going back
0: just for a quick second minute to abortions.
2: You know, I remember that you pastor did the study of Romans 9, 10, and 11. And there was the election promise, right? He said to Rebecca, said, there are two, child, mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. children inside. Mm-hmm. And my point will be to all the believers, right? When when Rebecca was pregnant with her children, that God look at look at this thing as just the clusters of cells, or, he or if you were an elected one over the other. right? So there's two unborn unborn individuals that are struggling inside. God already had a plan for that. Very good. So I just want you to... That, It's just human life. It's just the greatest gift that we're going to ever get on this planet is our human life because this human life has got a huge potential to become a child of God. Beautiful. Made in the image of God. Made in the image of God.
0: Very, very good. Well, with that, I guess we'll wrap it up. Um, Yeah.
1: uh, So uh, certainly um, um, invite your feedback through the various uh, uh, social media channels uh, and do uh, for our brethren here and our brethren online. Certainly, if you come across a story, uh, we certainly invite your participation. uh, Send it to us through the the regular channels. We'll be doing this again, uh, God willing, next week. And um, uh, certainly um, invite you to uh, provide your feedback to us. Um, And we just thank you for joining us and certainly uh, looking forward to uh, doing this again. Very good. Let's uh,
0: continue to keep watch. Yes, we'll keep watch. Thanks so much, Brother.